I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Fine patrons, welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and my word, we are right in the middle of it today, aren't we, folks? Uh, exciting times, exciting part of the story. Uh, where we last left off, the brute force had found themselves in the distant city of Nanusha, a sprawling metropolis nestled in the sands of Dindarast. Working alongside the Argent Scythe, they were infiltrating a place called Giselle's Cat House. A brothel, bar, and casino operated by, well, the titular Giselle. And believe you me when I say she certainly was, um, titular. The crew had her pegged for the perpetrator of a deadly attack on a friend of theirs, Tinglefoot, who operated another brothel across town. What started as a simple talk devolved, as it so often does with us hot-headed adventurers, into fisticuffs. And fisticuffs, of course, devolved into arrows and arrows devolved into transforming into tigers. Although that was an area where there was hardly even footing, seeing as Giselle was the only one that could transform into a tiger. Anyway, she had just transformed into a tiger, but as they'd recently learned, fights to the death often don't give much information, and the little that they did know of Giselle hinted at some nefarious purposes. Honestly, I did not intend the per part of purposes, to kind of drag out to the part where it obviously sounded like that was an intentional pun. It was not an intentional pun, it was an unintentional pun. It was a pun, nonetheless. Um, I believe we can put it past us. I have a, 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 a strict clause. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, in, my, in my contract, there's a clause. Not of the hand sli slicey variety, but, you know, um, um, a legal clause in there that says I can only issue forth three to four puns per night. Which is really weird that they give you the leeway at all, saying three to four. Most people are just going to say, well, okay, four. Four's your limit, you know? That three's not really doing anything in there at that point. You know, who was the brilliant legal mind that came up with my contract? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm feeling fine. Feline, fine. <laughs> Some of these are very intentional. Um, but I won't kibble about the, the matter. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really am trying to reel it in. It's, it's difficult when the owner is sitting back there with that puss on his face. <laughs> well, uh, it was actually at this moment that Lola began to reconsider some of the things that she was doing in this room at all. I mean, you have to realize she is not by any stretch of the imagination a bird, but harpies do have several bird-like qualities. And one of those qualities is tending to be afraid of things that are feline-like, you know. So here's a giant were-tiger. You're a harpy. Understandably, you know, get your mind to thinking. Lola had come a long way with her new friends. But still, something about this woman gave her pause. <laughs> that was also intentional. Uh, okay, so Lola is seeing this 
giant cat now appear below and her she being a big old bird uh i'm gonna make a will roll to even stay in this fight and not to throw myself out of the window yeah uh oh yeah i definitely made it i got three Damn okay. it. uh so what's 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 bolstering your will here what 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 is it that makes uh lola buck up and and suck up uh, seeing that that um, Mort and and her good good buddy Ezra are are also in this predicament, kind of gives her that that camaraderie and and the the want to protect them as she's been protected. Um. So, oh boy. See, the only problem is that the only real offensive things I have are those bolts. Um. Okay. So I hear these these step uh, footsteps coming up the stairs, and I think, oh shit, okay, well, there's no way we can take on whatever's out there and this big fucking cat. Um, I want to reach into my my pocket and pull out one of my uh, illusionary party favors, and okay. my my goal is to aim it under the slot in the door and oh, like damn. get it get it out into the hall. To yeah. pop and maybe distract what's ever there to give us enough time to do whatever we need to do in here. That's an exciting thing. I like okay. it. So, um, I don't know what I'm going to have to roll to get it out there. Um, hmm. I don't really have anything. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's really not a skill for yeah, that. Right. Um, Yeah, I mean, you could do like you could do like. I mean, technically, it would be a shoot. How yeah? How wide is the like gap? Do you even need a roll, but... or is it just an easy shot? Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's okay to say, especially since you've already rolled on your turn to to do a will save at this okay, point. Okay, cool. Let's. I'm I'm fine just giving it to you. Okay. All right. So, so I I jump up from my position behind the the desk and I just whip this party favor under the door with ace shot like precision i don't know if that's a word and okay. whatever pops up is all right John, the king of pops clubs oh king of clubs that's a spicy meatball <laughs> uh, so yeah uh on the other side of the door um you guys I guess can't see it but what the uh what whoever is running up those stairs out there sees um is a bandit captain with Ooh. three bandits. So it's a, it's, it's a group of like four people um, just come right through this door um, and are standing there brandishing scimitars and looking swarthy and, and dangerous. Nice. All right. Done what I needed to do. That was quite a cool constable. Should slow yeah. down a bit. Uh, okay. So yeah, now it's... Him, of course. And right. Lola just says, "I hope that was something good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it just it just as easily could have been like a kobold. Uh huh. Uh huh. That incubus, um, while it would have made them uncomfortable, may not have provided the distraction <laughs> I was looking for. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is Mort's turn. Uh, I should have probably been thinking of something to do while I was listening to. Yeah, you all should turn. do that when it's other people's turns. That's definitely a thing that I would suggest. Um, While he's thinking, is this technically a second, a different conflict since she's morphed? Or are we still in the same conflict? Uh, it's the same conflict. Okay. 
Oh, you think you could reuse some of your stunts again now? Yeah. Okay, I um, I'm going to use my new stunt called Cold Shot. Where I can spend a fake point to um, declare a specific condition I want to inflict on the person by shooting them in a specific area. I want to try and pin her hand to the ground with an arrow. Okay. So. Um, plus one? Wait, no, I've got three on sheet. Plus two. Uh, okay, so you take a you take a shot at uh, her paw or hand. It's a hand paw at this point. Um, but uh, her her reflexes are incredible at at this uh, at this point. So yeah, she yanks her paw right out of the way as the arrow goes uh, stabbing into the floor. Oh, let's try. I think that's actually my first half decent roll since we switched to fate. <laughs> <laughs> I think since yeah, we switched to fight, first... I'm, it's such a shit fighter. I'm terrible well, at combat. A lot of negatives for you. Yeah. Would you say her reflexes are cat like? I would say they absolutely are. Yeah. Cool. That would be a great descriptor. Okay. Be a great then, descriptor for it. All right. Well, uh, moving on to Giselle. Um, boy, you guys kind of screwed up uh, one of my plans, which is. Having people barge into this room to help. Um, okay. Like she so... needs help. <laughs> it's three on one, even if she is a, a tiger woman. Um, all right. So she slips free of uh, Ezra's tenuous hold on her um, and backs up a couple steps and jumps towards the wall. And, and what she's going to try to do is she's going to try to bounce, uh, pounce off the wall and uh, try to go across the room and, and pounce onto Mort uh, from jumping off of the wall at him. Um, so you're going to have to roll like, um, uh, you can roll like an athletics yeah. to try to avoid this or. Yeah, I'll just do straight athletics. Uh, nothing. Okay. Uh, well then she manages to connect with you. This doesn't do any damage, but you are now pinned to the ground beneath her. Um, so you're going to need to, um, beat an opposed roll on her to be able to un, uh, pin yourself. Um, or other people can yeah. try to basically move her off of you. But yeah, so right now she's not doing damage, but she is in a position that if she is not removed from you, she will do a significant amount of damage on you. All right, and now it's back up to Lola. Uh, Ezra. Oh, wait, no, it's Ezra's turn. You're right. <clears throat> I want to grab her tail and basically, you know, lift her off the ground by her tail up over my head windmill style and slam the back of her cat head onto the ground. Okay. So, like, off of, you know, I'm coming up. She's got... Uh, Mort pinned and I'm coming up from behind grabbing her tail and kind of like a German suplex but using the tail instead of doing a full grapple and just uh, bashing it up real good and if it all goes to plan her tail will become dislocated which I imagine would be very painful for a cat so okay so there's there's some hairs to be split here okay 
what you're describing to me sounds like a feat of strength as opposed to just a straight feat of fighting. Okay. You know what I mean? So it sounds like this would be a physique roll just to sure. exert the exert the strength to yank her up and slam her off of Mort. I have um, a thing that says in, instead of just a fight roll, which would right. be like you know attacking her from. I have a thing that says refresh three. Is that my fate points? That's how yeah. many fate points you have. How I've never used them before, so I always forget how they work. So if I want to spend okay. a fate point here, you get three yeah. in every round of combat. Okay, because I just rolled well, a. Three. No, every session. Sorry. Right. Every session you have three. Yeah. So here's here's the sitch. Okay. So you don't need to use it yet. Okay. Um, you arguably could use it um, after you roll to see if you if you okay. need it. Basically, I just and it can give you bonus. Well, I just rolled a plus three. Then my physique is plus one. So, John, you got to get all yeah. this dice. So she's <laughs> things great. <laughs> uh, she. So I rolled well, a plus she four. rolled a plus two. Yeah, she rolled a plus two. Uh, what would the oppose on this be? I guess the oppose would just be physique as well, just to try to hold on to him, uh, which she has a plus three in. So she does have you beat um, right now. Yeah, how does a fate she point work? holds on to me, but Pat still swings right over her head, and she <laughs> swings me over, and I end up crushed on the floor. Yeah, that that might work if 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 we had tied, but right so now how does a fate point uh, work? it's at a loss. Okay, so fate points, you can use them. Um, they, they, So you still have a stunt that you haven't declared. So if you wanted to have a stunt for situations like this that you would use fate points, we could kind of build something like that. Um, in the moment, though, the best kind of scenario that you could work with with your fate points is that you could use it um, if there's anything in this situation that ties to your high concept um, and... A machine made for then you heroism say, and sex things. Yeah, and you can This is a very yeah, heroic so, thing. I'm saving my friend. This is a very heroic thing. So if you want to try to describe why Ezra would be um, preternaturally good at doing this thing that he's doing because of who he is, then you can use that fate point to call that into play, right. and that would get or you I could use two, and you or I could use my win. stunt feats of strength, wherein Ezra does really dumb stuff. To show how strong he is. Yeah, if you built a stunt such such as this, then yes, you well, can. I'll build that for next time. <laughs> That's the stunt yeah. that I want to have. Um, so yeah, it's high concept uh, because uh, Ruth's husband, uh, David, was crushed uh, under the stone wheel of the the you know the thing that crushes the grain that the donkey is tied to in their old. Uh, bullshit village so she created the milling yes stone. ezra to be able to lift things up and toss them over his head was what was step one of his uh uh a build and then you know the sex stuff came later yeah okay well with that you've got her then so you uh managed to pick her up and slam her down are you slamming her on the desk or um actually i think it might hurt worse if i just grab her and just launch her, you know, pick her up by the tail and launch her clean over my head as hard as I can. So she presumably just goes flying across the room until she hits the wall. Yeah. Well, you beat her by one, which means you're going to inflict one stress on her. So it's not terrible. Um, but, you know, she does kind of catch the wall in her shoulder uh, and slams into it. Uh, but she scrabbles to her feet pretty quickly. Uh, and now it is back up to Lola. Uh, so I think that 
I am looking to reduce her, you know, because she's so, she's able to move around so agilely. I'm gonna, can I do a cold shot with my arcane bolt to try to blind her? Man, you're so sneaky. Nah. Um, hmm. Do you try to shoot her in the eyes? Yeah. Well, I mean, that Mort, can do, Mort can do this but... thing because Mort specifically has a, yeah, a stunt, stunt that he took for this. Mm. Um, you could do, I mean, you could create sparks but, and shit. Like, you have prestidigitation. I, mean, I would think she yeah. could um, shoot, uh, like, in the face. It wouldn't need to be a cold shot. It's just, like, shooting someone in the face sort of thing. Yeah. Well, it's more I'm looking for a specific outcome. Which is, a, I mean, which is basically creating an advantage if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, you know what? That's that's what I'd and like so, to do. And so, like, you could use your arcana to do prestidigitation to try to create an advantage. Right. So the uh, prestidigitation says parlor tricks such, such as creating small sparks. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't feel like that's necessarily going to... Be enough. Yeah. It could be yeah. like, a, like a flash grenade, though. Just a brief moment of, ah! Um... Yeah, well, okay, between my arcane bolt and my prestidigitation, that's I'm I'm looking to create an advantage that reduces her visibility. Okay. Okay. Uh two nerd okay, those cancel it, so three. Yeah. So this is a thing that happens. So now um you've created this advantage where she is uh somewhat um you know, she's not blinded or anything, but uh, you know, it's it was it was a distractive. Her senses are dulled somewhat, um, and so that is going to affect her. So there is a condition on her of discombobulated, <laughs> where uh, and you guys have a, a free invoke on that. Sweet. All right, go go get her, guys. <laughs> All right, Mort, your turn. Um. Okay. I. <laughs> Um, um, I'm going to try that cold shot again use another fake point but I'm going to try to do what I did with or tried to do with my dagger last time and that's pin her foot to the ground this time uh, that is nothing Oh wait, no. Wow. Sorry, plus three is uh, a one. Yeah, uh, yeah. She rolled three negatives, and even though she has a plus three to athletics, that is uh, a wash for her. So yeah, she she catches a what? You using a dagger this time? No, I'm using my bow. I'm doing a cold shot. Oh, okay. To go. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Describe the sitch. So uh, after failing terribly the last time, I whip out another arrow, and I launch myself backwards, sort of like jumping backwards and let loose an arrow at her foot. And this time it doesn't land between her toes, but goes like straight through the meaty part Oif. and hits her foot to the ground. Okay. So she now has a condition called arrow in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> so she's discombobulated and has an arrow in her foot. Yeah. So I assume it's going to restricts her movement yeah well uh, it's another one of those situations where you have the ability to invoke that so if she's going to do something that you're like well hold on a second mm -hmm. she has a arrow in her foot then it's like yeah okay cool true you know what i mean 
So uh, you can invoke those things with that are in play with fate points, but when you create those things, um, you get one free invoke. So it'll affect her at least once, um, possibly more if people use fate points to make it continue right. to affect her. Okay, well then it goes to Giselle, um, who has just not had the greatest round. Um, so she is going to just uh, try to claw Ezra uh, with her big claw hands that she has. It's going to take her a while to go over here with Tigers. her foot stuck to the ground and me on the other side of the room. Yeah, I mean, she's right next to uh, you, No, dude. I tossed like, her across did... the room. This is not a big oh. room. Uh, <laughs> if you really want to get into how close everyone what is, is this, a half, in combat, is going to get real gross for melee characters like you pretty yeah, quick. well, hell. Uh, okay, so she rolled, uh, well, she rolled pretty good. She rolled a five. What am I rolling as defense? Fight, I guess? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I would roll, I would roll fight yeah, if I so were you. so I rolled a neutral, but I plus three, so three. All right, so she beats you by two. Um, so if you, if you guys wanted to invoke any of this stuff on her, now would be the time to do so. I'm fine, um, I just take two physical stress, right? Well, you would take two physical stress, but she she does have two conditions on her that would give her negatives. Yeah, so either the fact that she's discombobulated the or the fact that she has uh, an arrow in her foot, either one of those being invoked, both of which you have free invokes oh, on. I invoke her would... discombobulation. Okay. So she's just kind of out of it still, uh, and she swipes at you, but uh, just doesn't connect. So you manage to to kind of move out of the way at the last second, so uh, because she's just she's just she's not not all there. Does invoke one of those give her like a minus two or something, or is it just it does whatever yeah, we it say? Does. It does. No, it does. It's it's a right. neg two. It's the same as using an aspect. Yep. You know what I mean? Okay, back to Ezra. Are we trying to kill this broad? That's a great question. Mm, oh, I, I'll wait. I'll ask it in character because since she's. Uh, we tried to uh we trying to kill this woman or because i had this really cool thing planned where i was gonna smash her head like do a really cool like i'm clapping but smash her head like a grape between my giant stone palms uh maybe i'm just uh, i mean we we do kind of want to question her if we can sure sure, sure, sure get sure. to the the truth of everything that's happening here sure i got you i'll just punch her as hard as i can in the larynx uh and ezra goes to punch her as hard as he can in the larynx well, Lola gives okay. him a thumbs up. Ooh, gosh. Yeah. So five, three plus, no, six, because my fight is plus three. Oh, yeah. You just beat her. Because I rolled a plus three on the dice. Man, you roll good. This dice roller, man. It ain't me. I just click it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rolled a neutral last time, so that's good, I guess. All right. You beat her by one. How many stress has she got now? She's got to have like. I mean, now she would take another stress. So she's got three stresses at least in cat form from her foot. No, this is this is that's her second. Did she not get one from Mort shooting her in the foot? No. Oh, okay. That just imposed ah, the condition. Okay. No, it says uh, my stunt specifically says if you if you succeed, you place that situation aspect on them in addition uh, to the stress. Mm -hmm. Shit. So the, the okay. She has three stresses. Yeah. She does, which means she's on her last stress box. Okay, so that, that makes sense to me then. Okay, so when you uh, catch her with this, uh, des describe the punch to the larynx, actually. I need to, I need to know what we're working uh, with here. I mean, she came flailing at me with the claws, and I deftly sidestepped. And uh, I said, uh, 
Yeah, missed me. Yeah, I'm, 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 the, I'm the one with the, with the, with the cat. I'm the cat. I'm the cat man now. And uh, oh. I caught her attention, and she turned to look at me. And as she turned, I just hit her with a just straight right, like a like a real nice jab right into the larynx. Right as she turned around, just right into like where her throat, you know, meets the dip of her collarbone uh, as hard as I can. All right. Well, uh, when you hit her, like she uh, she falls backwards uh, on her ass and looks like she's getting ready to get back up and then just sits back down uh, and changes form back into a human. Hmm. I think that means I think that means we won. I think, I think that means we did it as a team. And he goes to high five Lola and high five more. <laughs> Lola gives him a, as she's running by him towards towards the door, she gives him his high five and does a little cool flip in the air. And then uh, stands in front of the door and is kind of leaning against it just in case anyone is going to try to get in. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mort, we should uh, move this desk in front. Lola, you stand on her throat, which is probably very sore from being super punched. <laughs> um, and also maybe stand on her hurt paw that... Uh, you know, just just mess with her a little bit. More help me uh, carry this desk over in front of this door. <laughs> I I I go towards her and I replace Ezra on her throat, <laughs> and but I also take. Uh, she's got a decorative thing of of foliage, and I grab a piece of straw out and I also wave it in front of her like a cat. Am I doing this right? Oh, man, that's so good. It's even better because she's a person now. She's like, what? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, I think now might be a good time to just, you know, have a discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it a good time? It doesn't matter. Cat got your cat. Cat, cat has your tongue. Uh... No, you punched me in the, in the throat. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was, it was awesome. Not cool. That's going to be sore for like two weeks. Uh, all right, so um, <clears throat> hey, what's I, the... wait, you first, first, you send them away. She says and points towards the door. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that's gonna be a little difficult. Again, my voice isn't exactly gonna carry out there. <laughs> Whisper under the door. <laughs> uh, she gets up and walks over towards uh, the door, uh, and. Uh, she whispers. She talks as loudly as she possibly can. Uh, it, <clears throat> everything's okay. Uh, we're fine. We're fine in, in here. We're good. I, I'm sure that'll work wonderfully. Hey, um, so listen, is there um, is there a number you had in mind? I mean, how much are you looking for? Seven. Oh, okay. Uh, seven. <laughs> ignore that. Feet. I mean, what's, what's it going to this world? Yeah, what what is it going to cost for you to? Oh, um, I, I thought you were just asking about numbers. We were thinking go of. away for a little while. Oh no, we we want information. Um, we want to know. Okay, um, okay. Exactly what's going on? Um, why you set the mantises free in uh, Tinglefoot's uh, establishment? And uh, any information you have, really, regarding the the prince and your relationship with him. And I I suggest um, that you tell us the truth because uh, Ezra over here, he's he's a bit of a loose cannon. 
Yeah, I've seen him kill several people in the last couple of days, and it was not pretty, let me tell you that. I made a man's head explode with my finger guns. It was upsetting. Okay. Listen, this is, I'm really just trying to save myself a little bit of head um, explosion, unnecessary rebuilding at this point. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really just looking for a number that makes you go away. We're, and we're just looking for listen to the man. Are, do you have what do you, what do you want to know? What's specifically what do you want to know? Are you are you deaf? She just asked about friggin' the mantises. Yeah. Okay. So that one seems pretty obvious. We have a new business in town. It would be nice if we didn't have to compete for the prince's attention. Don't and, you think that's a little extreme? Well, I mean, it also serves the additional purpose of getting the Argent Scythe out of town, which was a necessity. I mean, you, you don't have to destroy a business. Have you not heard of competitive marketplace? Oh, you don't understand. Uh, she needed to not be here anymore. The prince has, well, he has a lot of, he has a tendency to talk in bed. Oh, okay, and here we go. Yeah, 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 okay. We suspected this, so what has he told her? I, I don't know, but the information that he shares is far more valuable to the people that will pay it uh, than whatever she's using it for. I have not made my money largely through the brothel aspect of this, but more through the information sales. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so more I mean, than one, yeah, one, one type it, of loose lips around here, am I, am I right? It uh, goes to high five. That's right. <laughs> I, I slowly drop my hand to my side and shake my head. <laughs> I regret that. I regret that one as soon as I said it. Yep. <laughs> so it's, um, I, I really do have a good situation going here. Um, 10,000 gold. What do you think? Um, just to leave town. It wouldn't, you know, you're not out anything. And I think it's a pretty good deal for you. How about you leave town? That's a pretty I mean, big ask. Okay, all right, yeah, fine. That, Listen, all we want to do is uh, help out our buds over there that you've now tried to kill and put out of business and now locked up. So we need to get her out of there. And uh, uh, more, what is the hero stuff we're doing here? I mean, saving an innocent person from execution. Yeah, that. God, we need. We're doing that. I mean that. And then we'll get the hell out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we, how about we have this? No vested interest in this town. We're just trying to to do the right thing. If I were to have someone confess, perhaps to the attack, and uh, all of a sudden it is no longer uh, Tinglefoot that is under suspicion. Uh, could you guarantee that she would leave town? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, is we this? Yeah, but no. Wait, 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 town. guys. What? This person that's going to confess—are they guilty or innocent? Yeah, I, that that's a very good question. And if you're just going to grab some innocent person off the street and torture them until they confess, that's that's not a good thing. If it's maybe <sighs> one of your lackeys who the person who physically released the the mantises into the bar, then, then perhaps. 
Yeah, that's that's easy enough. I we can we can arrange for that that the, the that the gentleman who did physically release the mantises will confess to said crime. Pro- uh, okay, problem but solved. Then, we did it. We're heroes. But the other thing, I don't think Tinglefoot should be leaving town. I mean, after she gets released, there's going to be no problem with the the prince flapping his gums to her in bed because you know he's not going to want to to frequent okay. that establishment anymore. Yeah, but. Guys, he's already told her stuff. Yeah, she she just she come with us. She can come with us. She come with us. Okay, if you think that would work, I'm, but I've sort of lost the line here on on what we're trying to accomplish. I mean, stopping. Are we trying to take down a monarch? Are we trying to? What are we doing? I'm trying to get the I, hell I mean, out of the, this shit town, my man. The monarch hasn't necessarily done anything wrong. Well, I'm, I'm guessing he's of. the one that set this whole thing up. Is that, or is no, it just, no, just Giselle you? set the whole thing up? I don't think the prince. Knows oh yeah, no, he's it. he's he's not bright, but uh, he's not malicious. He just uh, gets involved I, in deals and 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 says a little too much to the wrong people. Can and I that do has a, been very fortuitous for me? A notice to try to like suss out if he has any bigger part in this. Or investigate. Uh, uh, or empathy. Uh, I mean, you could do like an. Well, really, the best you could do is like roll an empathy based upon like her saying that he really doesn't have much to do with this to see whether or not you believe her. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure yeah. out if she's telling the truth or not. Yeah. And you oh, yeah, no, I got empathy. three minuses. So. Okay. I, mean, I, I believe everything she says. Anyway. I, I, I don't think the prince is knowingly done anything wrong I, okay nothing that, that we know about i mean i suppose it depends what he told tinglefoot really but i can we really just leave giselle to go about her ways of poisoning anyone that gets in her way and and things like that should we yeah, not if perhaps we're gonna try to stop every single person that's ever done anything bad we're never going to be able to leave this town yeah Should we not perhaps turn her into the prince oh no little little subterfuge little uh uh business uh shenanigans it's all in good fun you know what i mean she was just uh putting out a competitor and now we got the dude that did the thing and uh now we're gonna get out of this stupid town we're gonna take tinglefoot okay she's gonna a, sh- a quick quick sidebar um, excuse us a moment, Giselle, and we head off into a corner. I say, as, as soon as we get out of here, we're going to tell the Argent side about her, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay, so before Lola says anything, she looks over and she sees this woman who is uh, enhanced as a person and probably can overhear him. And uh, saying it very and- quietly. Yeah, <laughs> be that as it may. She kind of gives you a... Like, a it, uh, you know, shoots her eyes towards Giselle and like uh, she's right there. Um, but out loud she says, No, I don't I don't care. Let's I just wanna go and find Agarion. Okay, okay. Let's so let's work with that then. We're going. We'll just go go right out this door. We'll just go right on out. All right. Um, I expect you'll be leaving town 
forthwith? Yeah. Right? Uh, as soon uh, as we get you deliver Tinglefoot to us. 24, 36 hours. I want to get some pie. We got to go find. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I haven't eaten any of that pie. We got to go find our friend Jasper, who's a real dumb idiot. Uh, we got to go find him. He is uh, <laughs> completely useless in every sense of the word. <laughs> got to go find him. And then uh, we'll go. Lickety split. Cool, cool. Yeah. Then we have an arrangement. All right. Cool. And do we have any uh, well, guarantee from you that you're not just going to have us killed as soon as we leave here? I mean, having you killed in broad daylight, it wouldn't exactly do Okay, much you put a qualifier on there of broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What, I did. What time is uh, it? Is sorry. It daytime at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that it's. I found it um, more beneficial uh, to to not make extra enemies when you can avoid it. So I am fine putting this behind us if we can. Yep, I love it. Cool. Okay, so send Tinglefoot to the pie shop as soon as you got her released, and uh, we'll be on our way. That sounds like. And listen, if you take. Like a pint of goat's milk, and you get a fire roaring hot, and you put the goat's milk in a pan over the fire for 27 seconds, no more, no less. Then you take it off, you know, a little bit of lavender, and just a, eh, a little dab of honey, drink it down. Your throat will be good as new in, uh, in no time. Oh, thank, thank, thank the gods. I thought that was going somewhere much darker or no, it's the, <laughs> ruder. It's fix her throat because I, I punched her right yeah, in the throat. Yeah, no, that's good. That's great. I love it. Let's go. As they're walking out the All door, right. he says over his shoulder, uh, I was also made for sex stuff. Just wanted you to know that in case. Uh, oh, uh, Ezra, don't forget about your discount. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys, you guys open the door and you walk out right into the back of a, a bandit captain and his four uh, bandit <laughs> minions. Comrade, uh, do we pass do we right through them? Through them? Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> and as soon as you touch them, they vanish. Oh god, I got it in my mouth. <laughs> that happens here. Oh god. <laughs> and we All go. Right. Yeah, no one accosts you on your way out. So we're gonna go back to the to Magathus, I guess. Yeah, I can say. But okay, in a sneaky roundabout way to make yes. sure we're not being followed. Okay, that was an interesting caveat you just threw. Go ahead and uh, <laughs> roll Notice. some. Uh, well, if you're trying to be sneaky, I want you guys to, to roll burglary. Okay. Oh, I don't have a burglary. Could I not roll to see instead? Holy shit! No, this is specifically what burglary okay. is for. I do not. Have uh, I got three. I've got nothing. I mean, I rolled a minus two, and I don't even have it in my skill, so minus two. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys feel like you're not being tailed. You did see a guy that was like looking like he was trying to find you, but he was in the main street, and he was obviously not doing a great job. Cool. Cool. Hey, we get to the haircut. To the old secret lock. All right. You guys are let right in. Cool. Uh, anyone you would possibly want to find is already right here. You don't have to ask for someone <laughs> to go sit Great. into the Sounds back. Sounds good. Hey, Jasper. <laughs> hey, um, Yana. Make way for the heroes. The, the heroes who did it. Who did it right. We did it. 
Oh, my. I don't really solve? know what we did, did you, but we did sure did something. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you, that's <laughs> wonderful. Uh, so we can leave this terrible, terrible yeah. town. Sure. Uh, as soon as we... Yeah, as soon as Tinglefoot comes and finds us. So, uh, sure. Magatha, um, hmm. a couple of things. Yes. Firstly, um, don't act on this yet. Wait till we've got Tinglefoot back, but the lady if you could wait until we're out of town? Totally tiger. Absolutely oh, 100%. Yeah. And she was behind everything. Um, the hmm. other thing, uh, they kind of know that you're working with us, so maybe be a bit careful, possibly change where your hideout is and stuff, maybe. Did you lead them like right back here to our doorstep uh, or anything like that? So. No, no, no. We we were we made sure no one was tailing we were us. Really stealthy. We rolled. So how did you how did you find this information about her being a, a whale uh, tiger? We fought her and she turned into one, and then I punched her in the throat, and she turned back into a person. Yeah, oh, pretty much. My, what a, a eventful day you've had. Yeah. Yep. Wonderful. Uh, she gestures over to uh, what was his name? Oof. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he brings over some some drinks for you guys. Thank you very much. Great, cool. Okay, um, these are great. Uh, do you have any pie? Uh, well, I, I I believe the 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 little one over there brought several from the pie shop that you. Yes, and Lola's gone. <laughs> Ezra doesn't drink the drink because he's a living construct that doesn't need to. Plus, he's suspicious. <laughs> Well, um, just a little bit of information on our, our, our plans going forward then. Um, so we'll go ahead and, and take care of Giselle. Um, did did it, she give any inclination or are there people, other people working there that, that also are similarly inflicted? Uh, we forgot to ask, actually, I suppose. I, I didn't see anyone particularly suspiciously live and cat-like. I all oh, the ladies were quite live to be fair. But they weren't particularly cat like that I can recall. But uh, I mean, it might be worth, you know, putting a bit of silver dust in their drinks or something and see what happens. Oh, something of that effect, sure. Um and what was her what was the plan? I mean what what why why is she even here? Um, it's I, rare that a wear tiger I should say, comes uh, out from uh, from under the cover of darkness. You know, I, I think she was just following the the prince to to stay apprised of information that he may have or may leak. I don't know. To, to be fair, I think we Lola comes back with this, but with uh, pie smeared on her cheeks, <laughs> and she says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She's just. It seems like the the prince is her meal ticket. She tried to kill Tinglefoot because apparently he likes to talk in bed and she might know some stuff. Yeah, and, and she would prefer to have that information herself and to sell it on to the highest bidder, I suppose, or, or using other means. Um, She's an information broker, I guess. And she set you up for the, the whole Mantis thing because yep, obviously, yep, yep. you know, she knows who you are. Ah, ah yes. Well, okay. So... Um, all of your arrangements have been made, I assume. Are you ready to to head on out of, of town, then? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we just need to head to the pie shop and pick up Tinglefoot, I, I suppose. Tingle? Is she, is she leaving with you? 
Yes. Uh, the arrangement. That was another yeah. thing. Well, I, well I, I guess really it's up to her if she wants to keep risking her life, but she's welcome to come with us. And I suppose if you you <laughs> deal with yourself, then she doesn't have to leave town. Really? No, that's, that was my thought exactly. She isn't exactly going to be in danger very soon. Cool. Maybe well, maybe we'll take her with us and, and she'll come back in a, a week or, or so. Or if you guys wouldn't mind hiding her out for a little bit until, you know. Oh, absolutely. She can stay with us as long as she needs. Well. Sounds like problem solved, uh, Magata. Great working with you, Black. Uh, yep, let's go. Get some pie. Some, some more pie. Uh, all right. So, in the interest of uh, of putting a capstone on this uh, little voyage through Nanusha. Um, you guys, you guys do go to the pie shop. The dude that runs the pie shop is really not thrilled that you're back. Um, he's had some real touch and go moments, um, with you and, um, but he's not going to say too much and you guys hang out there for a little while. And then sure enough, Tinglefoot, uh, does show up, uh, roughly about six or seven hours after you guys left Giselle's place. We've eaten a lot of pie. six or seven hours. Yeah, you worth. guys have had. <laughs> significant amount of pie um and uh yeah true to form she she really doesn't want to leave town she yeah. feels responsibility for all the people that work for her in town um, that are still alive stay. yeah those that are still alive of course and she has she has things to take care of for the ones that aren't you know um so she uh she elects to stay with magatha and with the uh argent scythe uh, and you guys are are free to leave and Whoa. go about your adventures. Let's uh, go. <laughs> I, I Wait, where are we going again? Sneaking suspicion that we've missed something here, but never mind. We'll worry about that some other time. Uh, to I looked him some more Sirenster. As... Sirenster. Sirenster. I look. I'm. I look, hey, if Mort says it's cool to leave, it's cool to leave. Oh, we're back on the road, and we're being friends, and we're be popping down the street, kicking cobblestones, and dust is behind us. Hey, see you later, Nanusha. You were really bad, but the pie was great, and we'll come back later. Maybe, maybe not. I clap because we're on the back. Very, very nice. Did the two? Was it Glenn? That we met on the way here, Gary. Oh, yeah. yeah, Glenn and Glenn. Yeah. Did they, they take took, the? the yeah. Were they both Gregs? Were they both Gregs? They were both. Yeah, Gregs. they were both Gregs. They already took the cart back. Yeah, there's no cart. Yeah, they yeah. they took the cart. Shall we see if we can get a, a cart before we leave? Or do do you we really just, need one? I mean, do you want to walk all the way? Yeah. I, I'd rather not walk all the way. These birds are tired. <laughs> well, climb on up here, buddy. And he sits on my shoulders like he's a toddler. Like walk on. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a significant it's a significant distance. I mean, there are stables. You guys could try to try to get horses and all that good stuff. Wagons. We get horses. Mm -hmm. We get that cart you've always wanted, Mort. Jolly kids. Let's do it. All right, yeah. You guys have you guys have some leftover cash. Did we cash get from... ten thousand gold? <laughs> no, you guys didn't take the money, which was really strange. You probably could have, but no. Uh, so, so you guys, you guys do have some money left over from the stuff you took from Shiver. Your cut, right. you considered it, uh, um, which is plenty enough to get 
horses in a cart. There's a great montage of us in the store and like we're trying on funny hats and laughing. <laughs> Ezra puts Big on a, Ezra puts on a really like tiny stars. hat that was meant for Lola and she thinks it's hilarious and she puts on a big old hat that would fit on Mort and just crack <laughs> falls her. over her face. <laughs> and Mort pops up wearing a bustier and we're just all having a great time. And then the last shot is us all linked arms jumping in the air. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, guys, uh, there's something I've been holding off trying, maybe because I'm uh, a little bit nervous to do it, but, um, uh, okay, here goes nothing. Um, I'm, I'm, Adam, I'm going to, to finally use my last stunt, which is a message. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to so, break out your braces and suddenly fly through the air. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, so I can use a fate point to communicate a message telepathically with anyone who I've met who is still on this plane of existence. Correct. Okay. So she actually, she kind of, she grabs each of your hands. Like, so she's holding both of your hands. Okay. And um, and she I grabbed Ezra's other hand. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> so we're standing in a circle. Um and uh she kind of takes a really deep, kind of shaky breath. And I'm going to I don't know. Okay, so I just spend I so I'm spending one of my fate points. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm calling a Garyon. Okay. And what are you saying? Um Oh boy. Dude, what the fuck? Okay. That's what you can say. <laughs> so, yeah, she says, um, Master, I know you probably have your reasons for doing what you've done, but we're going to find you. So maybe you could help us make this whole thing a lot easier and just tell us where you are. You know, save us some time. We, we're we going to come and get answers from you one way or another. So, would appreciate the heads up. And that, that's all she said. Okay. New Agarian, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good, Lola. Right. Very menacing. <laughs> she says that she's talking into the ether. <laughs> um, and she kind of looks at each one of you and shrugs her shoulders. Well, shrugs her shoulders back. Anything? Uh, some, oh. some time passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really happens. Uh, you stand there in the in the street yeah. for a little while. And she's uh, like, well, guys, uh, I don't know what I was expecting after all this anyway. It was worth a try. I guess we have to do this the hard way. You mm. guys get your uh, your cart in order and the horses uh, all saddled up or bridled up or whatever it is you do to prepare horses mm-hmm. that are cadet- attached to a cart. And as you're uh, wheeling out of the city of Nadusha, uh, Lola, in your mind, you hear the you hear the words, Snowbroth Valley. <laughs> she kind of she stops walking as you're probably leading the horses out of the city, and she just goes, "Oh, son of a bitch!" 
imagine for a moment you are in Lola's shoes. You know, this is the first time that she has actually heard her master's voice since that faithful day when she thought she had lost him in the Elysian Sands. Uh, but here he is, you know, turned up, you know, and it's a bit of a relief, even though she, you know, obviously had plenty of information at this time that he was alive. Still a relief, but a bittersweet relief as well. The feelings of betrayal still lingered, fresh as ever. And also, she wasn't super excited about Snowbroth Valley, which is a very cold and damp place. And you, know, you may not know this about Lola, but she was not a fan of the cold climates uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, there was all that thrown into the mix as well. But by and large, it was certainly uh, mostly about the kind of weird feeling of rehearing her master's voice one more time. But that, of course, is a story for another day. Like always, please make sure and tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you all next time here at the Gilded Ram Rogue House Interior. Hey, potatoes, it's John and Pat here. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to the newest episode of Brute Force. Boy, that was sure a thing, wasn't it, John? It sure was. It was, there was a fun. I liked it. There was a cat. There was pie. I mean, so much pie. There's always there's so pie. much pie. You know, if you're full of pie, a, a, a potato pie, that's a thing you have at Thanksgiving. Sweet potato pie? At least we have it down south. I don't know what you do over there. Uh, Speaking uh, of Britain. potatoes, if you want to become a potato, you can check us out uh, over on patreon.com slash uh, we're currently trying to update our rewards and stuff, so keep an eye on that. We should have some good stuff out for you soon. Yeah, if you have a dollar, $500, whatever you want to do. Or, you know, if you don't want to give us any money, that's fine. I understand. I wouldn't give me any money either. Uh, but the least there. you can do is head over to freaking iTunes and leave us a review or something. Yeah, uh, I'll just post you a review, Pat, if you want to read that in your best Mort voice. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Impressive <laughs> by Matthew L on June 18th, 2016, rating five stars. This is honestly one of the funniest podcasts I have ever listened to. Very impressive. Thank you for making this in the staple in the podcasting world. All of the characters are great and diverse. When I heard this podcast, I knew it was going to be huge. That's. I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you have a review, and let's see you do a frickin' Ezra then. <clears throat> okay, I have to channel him first. Pie, 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 pie. There's a golem's groin. The adventures of Metro Man the Golem. Out of the Yeti, Lola the Shiny Hunter. Uh, Mort the British guy with his trusty dog. Great sound quality. Great story so far. Great mix of upbeat humor. Uh, I like the way we're just dropping right into the world. No real background given, no lengthy explanation of the rules. Uh, we're just there. <laughs> Time to listen. Uh, uh, that was also by Mr. Cynic. Uh, that's you. <laughs> that was way funnier than that. Uh, I was trying to channel Rick from Rick and Morty a bit, except I do a terrible Rick impression too. So. <laughs> well, hey, everyone's probably stopped listening by this point, so I guess we could go. 
Uh, we could. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Brute Forcecast on Twitter. Oh, uh, yeah. hey, and Adam's and not now here. that Adam isn't here, we're going to sneak in our own Twitter handles. So you can catch me at Nooza. It's N O O D Z E R, not Z. So you can find Adam at the Adam Bash. Uh, you can find Carly at Animated Me with the Eases Threes. With the Eases Threes. Where can we find you, Pat? At Patrick underscore Rankin. Good job. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Well, talk to you later, Johnny. Bye-bye.